We are back with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Tanner is out of town, so our good buddy Evan Webb is filling in for him. Filling in admirably, too. The, the, the smartest one out of all of us. So uh, what's going on tonight, Webby? Not much, J-Man. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. This is How many times have you been on now? It's been a handful of times. It's, it's always funny because whenever I can... Whenever my schedule aligns where I can actually do it, it's always falls in the time of year when I know the least about the sports going on. It's never <laughs> during football and basketball. It's always during yeah. baseball and uh, off-season football. Trying but to think, I, last last week's episode was probably the roughest that Tanner and I have had because there was only like three baseball. Nothing happened. Absolutely right. nothing happened. Had the all-star break, and somehow we got an hour. Tonight we should be okay with the trade deadline. I don't know if you followed it at all, but uh, it's been crazy so far. Okay, yeah, I've, I've tried to keep tabs on but I've been running all over today, so I haven't got a chance to really keep catch up yet. Before we go any further, I have a trivia question for you. Oh, God. Birdie buggy. It's an NBA one, so it's basketball. Right. Okay. Uh, I saw this. Diana Tarazi joins two players as the only players in WNBA in NBA history to record a 30-point game at age 40 or older. These these are two NBA guys. I'm not going to have you guess like Lisa Leslie or uh, – <laughs> My only uh, guess. <laughs> I was going to say it's about the only WNBA player I can think of. Uh, but, yeah, two players in NBA history to record a 30-point game at age 40 or older. So you will answer that at the end of the show. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies! Go Lollapalooza there, J-Man? Um, no, but it is... <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Lala's going on. Is it still going on? Or was it, it, just it ended over? last night. Did it? Yeah. I know um, it was packed. I've, I saw videos of guys like s- trying to sprint to the front for the Metallica concert. <laughs> it, it, it looked like a two-mile sprint, and this very middle-aged man was just going all out. I would have died. Like, I, I would have died. <laughs> My heart would have exploded. Um, I know you're a concert guy. Would you sprint, let's see, a mile? Eh, a mile's a long ways. Um what what at what length would you sprint to try to get front row at say Green Day? A mile. Would you? <laughs> I wouldn't make it. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, if it was like a hundred yards, which is, I mean, I, I've I've been at a show. It, it was a festival where it was actually at uh, the Chicago Fire Stadium. At least the, uh, did they move? I can't remember if they moved. They used to be in Bri- uh, Bridgeview, Illinois. Uh, um. Couldn't tell yeah, <laughs> it was it was the Chicago Fire Stadium at the time in 2010. Uh, but we, it was a huge festival, like Eric Clapton Guitar Festival. So it was. A lot I remember of you going things. to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember we had to, uh, we had like pit tickets or on the floor, I guess, and they had one section because my dad had gone before where they had one roped off section where if you got into this section, you were like, you know, no more than ten rows from the stage. It felt like, but you had to stand the entire show and let you mm-hmm. can come out. But you can sit down if you want to. But if you're in that area, you had to stand. And I remember, you know, we enter the, you know, the top in the concourse. I remember just like filing out into the stands and like wanting to run down there. Cause that was the whole thing. It was like, we need to get down there and save a spot for, you know, there's like six of us. And I remember just like seeing just everybody. It was almost like ants just like crawling <laughs> and just sprinting on this thing. And that, that was probably the only show I've actually sprinted. I said that I guess the Green Day show where you and you, me, and Tanner went. We we did some, at least I did some sprinting to try and get as, as close as yeah, possible. You, you, it was we, a smaller venue though. We left you inside there, and Tanner and I went to a bar for a few hours um, <laughs> and hung out. And you, you you got pretty close. Yeah, I got pretty close. Uh, probably three or four rows back, and I remember yeah. the whole or right at the beginning of the show when it's like the rush towards the stage. I'm thinking I'm gonna kill Webby for getting those floor seats. Thought Taylor and I were goners, but then after like the first song, everything calmed down. Yeah, it, it was a blast. Yeah. I'd probably do to go back to the original question. I'd probably, I'd probably be good at 100 yards. After that, I'd, I'd be in trouble. But uh, I, I, I don't think there's anything, unless there's like an emergency that would make me sprint at this point. Um, sprinting and J Man does not uh, <laughs> <laughs> does not go hand in hand. Um, 
This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hamburger, turn one, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. Dame Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle, focused on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, with the constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dame Landing is a place to be located 1305 Union Road in Rochester. That is the first time I've gone word for word without actually looking at it on my phone. So, uh... You know what? Your your presence has brought out the best in me um, tonight. Appreciate but, uh, it. Let's talk some baseball here real quick. I know you're a White Sox fan. I am. Sometimes and uh, they yeah they they have been uh, pretty disappointing yep. um, to start the year. However, they're only two games back because that division <laughs> is is just Terrible. absolutely trash. They're only one game over 500. I didn't realize that. Yep. Um, but uh, again, trade deadline. Uh, what do you want to see them do um, as far as, I don't know if they need, they probably need outfield help. They yeah. probably need pitching help they as need well. need pitching help. Yeah, I need some um, bullpen help. But, I mean, honestly, top of my list is fire Tony LaRusso. But it's not gonna, Yeah, that, <laughs> it's not which, which that, should, that should have happened probably during the middle of last season. And he's saying, yeah. oh, uh, I don't know if he has something on uh, the Reinsdorf, uh, I mean, Jerry Reinsdorf. They go way but, back, uh, so you never know. Yeah, they're they're, they're definitely buddies. Uh, somehow, I, I don't know if they're drinking buddies. I know uh, Tony LaRusso likes to knock them back uh, and then get behind the wheel of a car, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they need help. Um, they probably need a left-handed bat. Looking at their um, mm-hmm. stats right here, pretty bad on-base percentage against right-handed pitching, bad slug. They don't slug much against uh, right-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. They're really good against lefties, hitting 281 as a team, which is – I I don't know what the collective batting average is this year, but it's like two thirty something overall. So hitting two eighty one against lefties, slugging, which it helps when you have Jose Abreu, who's mashed lefties in his entire mm-hmm. career. Tim Anderson, um, as well, who just got suspended, I believe, for three games. Did you see that? I think he made contact with an umpire. I saw somebody. I didn't get a chance to actually really look into it, but yeah, it was. It's been whether it be injuries or just guys not kind of living up to what we hope they would be. It's just, yeah, it's just been a really disappointing season given the hype that that, that team created last year. They didn't do a whole lot getting mm-hmm. bounced in the division or early in the play in the playoffs. But yeah, after a pretty mediocre start, it's been, you can definitely tell the air has definitely been sucked out of the fandom. It felt like. Which I mean, a lot of that probably has to do with Larusa. It seems like it seems like he sucked the life out of his team too. Yeah, um, he's he's too old school. His shtick doesn't fly anymore. Um, it it obviously won him a lot of games a long time ago, but again, that was a long time ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, even even when he first got hired, I remember Tim Anderson's um, had some comments that uh, I, I I forget his exact comments, but they were. Pretty much like he wasn't looking forward to even playing for him. Right. I mean, um, I remember when they they moved on, and they, the thought was they'd go get go for someone not necessarily younger, but definitely someone who can relate to players more. You know, someone kind of more. Mm-hmm. You know, as we all know, baseball has, has changed you know drastically just in our you know, what last ten years for sure, just in terms yeah, of advanced metrics time. and. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of that. I know our all of our good friends are too. And I thought, you know, they're gonna go, you know, more towards that route. And then you literally do the complete opposite with hiring a guy who hadn't coached in quite a while and he's on barely on his deathbed and just an old school coach, old school manager. And yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it when it happened and, and continue to prove me right every day. Yeah, he's uh, he's seventy seven years old. Um, and <clears throat> he hadn't managed since 2011. Right. Uh, so it had been an entire decade and he did win a world series that year. Well, they should know if that was the year that, uh, they were down two in the ninth with two outs and David freeze had a two run triple to tie it in game six. Um, and then they end up winning and then they, um, were losing. And I think the 11th Josh Hamilton hit, uh, I think he hit a homer to give him the lead. And then David Freeze hits a walk-off bomb. He kind of became mm-hmm. a, a postseason legend then. Uh, then he was – I don't remember if he got fired or if he just walked away. 
Uh, but then he, <laughs> he decided to come back and they did win 93 games last year. Mm-hmm. But again, they were kind of um, struggling through the first half of last year too. And then they kind of mm-hmm. got hot. Um, and it was a bad division. I would last say year too. division was absolutely atrocious. And they yeah. kind of, if I remember correctly, I think they kind of limped towards the end, but it really didn't matter because they were so far up in the division that yeah. it didn't really matter. But kind of, I was looking at some reports and there's people think that they could go after AJ Pollock and maybe Jacques Peterson. So I don't know if that's just said, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't yeah. really heard a whole lot which, about which Jock. Yeah. Jock Peterson. I didn't even think of him. Jock Peterson can play all over the outfield. Mm-hmm. I'm having a, he, was, he was an all-star with the giants in the first half. Mm-hmm. He's on the injured list right now, but I think he's okay. Uh, but yeah, he has 17 homers. He's always hit right-handed pitching real well, which is something they need. And especially with Eloy Jimenez being often injured at this point, mm-hmm. um, which um, he hasn't really played the field much, but so is Luis Robert. Um, he's, or how, how do you pronounce his last name? Do you I know? always thought it was Robert. That's how I always, so, but then so I've heard I. both. I feel like I've heard both on the broadcast on the radio. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's off, he's off injured as well. Then you're having, um, Tony LaRusso hit Lieri Garcia, um, at the top of the order, mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of stuff that makes absolutely no sense. Uh, that's coming from Tony. He, as we said, such an old school guy. He's going to do the old school. You, you got to bat your fastest guy first, mm-hmm. um, even if he doesn't get on base, which is such an old school thing because people don't steal bases anymore. It's yeah. all about hitting homers. And he's done a couple of things um, this year, like intentionally walk a guy after already like down yes. two strikes or something. It's just like yeah. I think yeah what what was the count it was on um he intentionally like, walked forget who it was I it was like one count or something like that. yeah he uh who oh it, it was mookie betts he intentionally walked mookie betts on like a one two count or, or no it, it was trey turner uh intentionally walked mm-hmm. trey turner on a one two count max muncie comes up hits a three-run homer or something uh but then yeah he intentionally walked um jose ramirez long ago either yeah yeah of the guardians uh after I forget what the count was, but it was, and it's super early in the game, like the fifth inning. Right. And they were already losing. Um, <laughs> it made absolutely no sense. It's almost like he was losing it a little bit. And of course he, yeah. he defended it and all of that, but uh, I can't imagine Kenny Williams is too thrilled with that, um, with any of those moves. And honestly, it clearly shows that Ken Williams doesn't have that much of a pull with the Reinsdorf. Right. Um, with Reinsdorf, if Tony's still there, because, this is the this is the time to fire him. They should they should have fired him in May. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Sox fans hate him, and that, I mean to the point where they're chanting "fire Tony" um, yep. at games. Um, but again, only two games out because that division is terrible. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, he's there, so go for it. But yeah, I, can't, yeah. I just I am not expecting much. I'm probably similar. If we can get in, probably a similar. Quick exit in the playoffs. I, just, I can't make much noise at all, unless they kind of do like they last year. They got hot at the right time, but mm-hmm. they, they have not shown that's going to happen anytime soon. So, and I mean, they are dangerous. I mean, you look at Yon Moncada is only hitting two hundred three. He could get hot. Um, AJ Pollux, who's usually a really good hitter, he is right. OPS of six thirty four. Um, and then with Aloy Jimenez only having ninety eight at bats so far. I mean, their day and um, Yasmani Grandal has been terrible. So these guys have had a lot of success and they're very capable of putting together a run, but they need a bat. I've, as you said, Jock Peterson, I even, I've even seen Ian Happ mentioned uh, potentially mm-hmm. uh, going to the White Sox. Pitching wise, though, Dylan Cease has turned into a star. Uh, Giolito, once, I mean, he has a f- ERA over five. So if he can put together some good starts here, and Lance Lynn, who's been fantastic the past few years. Mm-hmm. Only made nine starts. He has an ERA near seven. Um, so they they have the pieces to kind of put it together. It's just it hasn't clicked yet now that maybe they're, for the most part, healthy. Um, mm-hmm. It will. But, again, we'll see because kind of slogged through this for the first 101 games. Yeah. Um, let's see. Some big trades have happened today in baseball, starting with <coughs> – excuse me um, – the Cubs trading Scotty Efros, a uh, Indiana University, uh, former Indiana University player, I should say, 
um, who's been their best reliever this year, uh, to the New York Yankees, who are absolutely going for it, as they should. I mean, they're 25, 35 games over 500. Um, They need bullpen help. They need rotation help. And um, they traded for one of the best uh, bullpen arms in baseball so far uh, this year. He's leading. uh, Scotty Efros is leading Major League Baseball in appearances. He's made uh, 47 appearances, one start. Uh, 2.66 ERA doesn't walk guys soft contact. Um, he's, he's a 28 year old rookie. So he's under control for the next five years. His one downfall is, as I said, he did go to Indiana university. Um, so, uh, take his talent with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's a fantastic, um, reliever. He's an interesting story because he was taken in the 15th round in 2015. He was in, um, just your typical, middle round kind of guy who started some games, pitched out of the bullpen in the minor leagues, um, was kind of really struggling to the point where they almost released him, but then they kind of changed his uh, delivery completely to this uh, kind of sidearm guy, and he kind of took off. And now he'd been the Cubs' best reliever the past year and a half. Um, and and you know what? I was kind of ticked off about it at first, um, the trade, but at the same time, he's a 28-year-old rookie. He yeah. – um, having a fantastic year. So they sold high and they did by all intents and purposes. They, they did really well in this trade. I'm getting, if I can pull up the, uh, forget the guy's last name, starting a pitcher for the, uh, in the Yankee system, Hayden Wesneski is his name. He is uh, in triple A is a sixth round pick in 2019 uh, by the Yankees throws low to mid nineties. It's about 92 to 94 can hit 98. Um, has one of the better sliders um, in the minor leagues with 18 inch vertical break is something I saw. Um, he's really close to the majors. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, makes a few starts uh, this year and see what they have in him. But uh, yeah, I was, it, it's kind of an interesting trade cause you don't see too many cheap controllable relievers. Um, right. Being just sold like that. Um, especially, a team that uh, is desperate for pitching, but <clears throat> Cubs have done a really good job here the past few years of churning out relievers from their uh, minor league system. And they obviously, and I, I said this last week on the show as well, they obviously really believe in their pitching infrastructure um, because they've had success at the minor league level. And now the major league level, some of these guys developing into really good arms and uh, you know, relievers are a dime a dozen. You need starting pitching in order to win. Um, in baseball, and hopefully this uh, mm-hmm. Hayden Wisniewski turns into something. Um, it's obvious, obviously a huge risk um, trading for a guy who has no major league time. But um, yeah, I was uh, I was ticked off at first, but uh, which that that usually happens when the Cubs trade a guy I like. I'm usually ticked off, and then after about half an hour, I actually read, and obviously the scouts right. in the front office know <laughs> no better than I do. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, elsewhere around baseball, we have, um, but Reds made a move. Yes. Yesterday? Yeah, call. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Friday, Luis Castillo. Yeah. Going to, uh, Seattle Mariners and the Reds did really well in this trade. Um, Luis Castillo was easily the top pitcher on the market and he was going to, uh, require a big time um trade for somebody to get them and you know right. the, Mariner, the Mariners are going all in and I love it because they haven't been to the playoffs in over right. 20 years now um sitting here seven games over 500 divisions out of the out of the question because the Astros are so good uh, yeah. but they're a half game up um let's see are they a half game up I think they're, they're half, uh, two yes, full half games game up. up for a wild card spot half game up yeah half game up yeah Toronto's three um, yeah, Toronto has uh, one of the wild card spots, and obviously the Yankees, Astros are running away with their division, um, and, then, and then Minnesota sitting there. So I think Seattle is actually two games up with the extra wild card because uh, their White Sox are a game and a half behind Tampa Bay, and Seattle's half game up on Tampa Bay. So yeah, they're I mean they're two games up. Yeah, not that a half game or a game or two games make uh, that big of a deal. Our difference, but uh, yeah, the Reds made off with a huge haul, including Noel V. Marte, <clears throat> one of the top shortstop prospects in baseball. He's 20 years old at double A. 
eight or he's at high single, I should say. 825 OPS. Um, looks like an absolute future superstar. The Reds already have a really good um, farm system, so I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot about that here uh, whenever we get together with our friend Andrew. Um, <laughs> Won't shut up about him, <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, they also picked up pitcher Levi Stout in the trade. Um, let's see who else. I mean, their their farm system's loaded. They haven't had this good of a farm system in a long time, maybe since the Joey Votto years when he was uh, coming up. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the Reds look like they're going to be pretty good here in a few years, which is one of my least favorite things. Although they are somehow out of last place now. It took them. Yep, so it took them a hundred one games. <laughs> they are out. By golly, they did. <laughs> uh, what? What did they start? Was it three and twenty three or something like that? <laughs> Where are they going to go? <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. They were at one point. They were three and twenty two. So since. May 5th, they are only two games under 500. You know, Still progress. You don't, you, you don't want the Reds to get hot, I'm telling you. <laughs> only 21 games under 500 now. Um, elsewhere around baseball, Trey Mancini was just traded to the uh, Houston Astros, so the rich get richer. Um, Trey Mancini, he was the guy who had uh, colon cancer and missed all of 2020. Um, right. He's he's a good hitter. He'll be a DH left field type. Um, the big domino has well, actually, before we get to that, the Yankees made another trade, trading for Frankie Montas and uh, uh, somebody else, Lou Trevino, I think his name is. But Frankie, probably the top pitcher on the market now that um, Luis Castillo had been traded. Three point one eighty RA, um, throws hard, strikes out a ton of batters. It just you add him to Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone and Nestor Cortez. Um, Yankees are going to be a be a very easy pick to win the World Series, unfortunately. And then Tanner can actually break out his Yankees hat after he watches the first <laughs> his his first Yankees game of the year, which will be uh, in the World Series probably. And I, I I hope he's watching and text text me because I like talking trash to Tanner. He, he likes to give it back. Not here to defend himself. And that's exactly why I talk this much trash because he can't defend himself. Um, the big where's domino, though. What's that? So where's Juan Soto going to go? That is the big domino. Mm-hmm. Where is Juan Soto going to go? Sounds like the Yankees are out. Um, Mets refuse to give up any sort of top prospect. So it looks like it's down to the uh, pot. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. Josh Hader traded from. One contender to another um, traded from uh, Milwaukee to uh, San Diego, which was shocking, shocking move um, by the Brewers. Uh, Hater had had a rough stretch where the ERA crept above four, but he's been arguably the best closer in baseball here the last four or five years. Um, and the Padres didn't have to give up their top prospects, which leads to where's Juan Soto going to go? Um <laughs> San Diego, as as I said, top suitor. The LA Dodgers will probably end up with him, um, and they're sitting here thirty five games over five hundred as well. Um, they don't need him, nope. but uh, they'll they'll take him because somehow their major league team's always good. Their farm system is always stacked. I don't know why other teams can't do this. I I don't get it. They're just like a factory. It's annoying. Um, the Cardinals, though, have been the most aggressive. And if they end up with Juan Soda, it would be absolute death for me. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I they they do. I mean, they trade for Nolan Arenado. They trade for Paul, Paul Goldschmidt. And if they, yeah, man, if they had a Juan Soto, uh, those the three most feared. That's the easily the most feared trio of hitters in baseball. Yep. Um, and Juan Soto is not a missing piece. For some nah. team, he he is the piece for a team. Yeah, and yeah, it's we have frustrating. Cardinals, Yankees World Series. Oh People my god, up. I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> no. I a, a Dodgers Yankees World Series would be awful. Um, I I don't even know who I'm. Re- I, I I would hate baseball. 
Juan Soto goes to the Cardinals. I'm not, my fandom might just fold in on itself. Yeah, I've got a company work for us based in St. Louis, so everybody's a freaking Cardinals fan. So if they land, it's going to be unbearable to talk any sort of sports with anybody I work with. So, yeah. You can just uh, you can just bring up the Rams no longer being there. <laughs> they don't even care. That's the thing. They do not care. They're blue they are getting, Cardinals. They are getting an XFL team, aren't they? I think so. I think they I think they're getting a MLS or maybe it is XFL. I can't remember if it was football or mm. soccer. What cities will have XFL teams in twenty twenty three? Orlando, Vegas, San Antonio are taking the New York, LA, and Tampa Bay teams. Because uh, they just announced them. I, I don't know. So COVID kind of ruined the XFL previously. Yeah, it did. And for some reason, instead of just keeping the same teams, <laughs> they're just they disregarded a couple other teams. Uh, St. Louis is getting one. Okay. Um, along with Seattle, D.C., San Antonio, Vegas, Orlando, Houston, and Arlington, Texas. Um. That will be the last I talk about the XFL for the foreseeable yep. future. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Juan Soto thing, Nationals are terrible. He turned down almost half a billion dollars um, at 23 years old. Uh, somebody offered me half, although, I mean, the Powerball was just one about half an hour from where I live right now. Um, really? If I would have won the Powerball, you would have never heard from me again. I, I would have nope. disappeared off the face of face of the earth Juan Soto turns down half a billion dollars was it I, I, I didn't read much into it was it he just didn't want to be in play for the Nationals or was it what was it, it was just or was it one more mirror I don't know um it was a 15-year deal which would be the longest in history yep um and for 400 and I think it was 50 million almost a billion yeah million dollars um i mean you spread 450 million out over 15 years is not that much money let me tell you which is complete bull crap but um i i, I don't know um nationals have clearly shown they don't really care about winning anymore i mean trading max scherzer away letting bryce harper walk a few years ago um that i mean that just that had to be part of the reason why soto doesn't think um, they're serious about winning and probably why he turned it down. Makes sense. Um, that's 30 million a year. Million. Uh, he'll probably get more on the open market, I bet. Yeah, especially if LA. I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, he's having a sort of down year by his standards, hitting 243, but still he has a 400 on base percentage. His batting average on balls in play are way down, which is career average for batting average on balls in play is 314, uh, which the major league average is 294. He's only 243 so far this year. So his hard hit percentage is down, line drive percentage is down. Um, but still, 23 years old, and he's hitting the open market like this. I mean, he, he can be a free agent uh, by 2025, so he still has a few years left. So the Nationals don't have to trade him. They can keep him for a no. few years. Um now, if you're pretty certain he's not going to sign an extension, which turning down $450 million is probably evidence enough that he's never going to sign there. Right. Um, now's, pro- now's probably the time to do it. Straight him. They're asking for like the four top prospects in each organization, as well as some major league ready players from the major league roster, which Cardinals probably have enough to get it done, unfortunately. And actually... You know what? This will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, reverse psychology here, but the Cardinals will trade for him by uh, the deadline tomorrow, unfortunately. I hope it doesn't happen, but they are the team that's been the most aggressive. And I think once a Juan Soto thing is resolved, we'll see more deals because I think it's definitely holding up the – the hitters market like a Wilson Contreras or Ian Happ. I think a lot of teams are waiting to see what happens with Juan Soto before they move on uh, to some of these other players. Cause I know Mets are interested in Soto Padres are interested in Soto, but there are also teams that have been mentioned with Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Um, so there's, they're kind of the fallback 
um, options for that, which is a pretty dang good fallback option. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, the St. Louis Cardinals ultimately trade for um, – Juan Soto. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. For life, home, auto, business, renters, workers' comp, and farm insurance, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Uh, do you have any more uh, baseball thoughts? No, I really don't. No, fortunately. Can't bring a whole lot to the table. <laughs> I, pr- I pretty much talked the whole time. I apologize. Um, no. let's see elsewhere around baseball. There's oh, Austin Riley just signed a massive extension with the Atlanta Braves, a 12 year, $220 million deal for the 25 year old who has 29 homers so far this year. So that's a big deal. Um, but, uh, trade deadlines always fun. It at least gives right. something to talk about and look forward to, especially when your team is trash like mine is. Um, and it's fun when your team's in it like uh, yours is. So. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get educated here real quick? Let's do it. On this day in hmm, 1928, Babe Ruth hit his 42nd home run of the season. It uh, took him four weeks ahead of his 1927 pace when he hit. I'm going to look it up real quick. Who did he hit? That might have been when he hit the record. Uh, when he hit 60 in 1927, he only ended up with 54. In uh, twenty-eight, he was he was he was a pretty good one. Oh, not too bad. On this day in um, nineteen forty-five, New York Giants outfielder Mel Ott hit his five hundredth homer. He joined Babe Ruth and Jimmy Fox as the only players ever to reach that milestone. On this day in. 1957, ex-MLB outfielder Glenn Gorbis threw a regulation baseball a record 445 feet and 10 inches in a game promotion. How far do you think you could throw a baseball right now? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I have no idea. What's... I feel like I'd get a quarter of that probably. Quarter of that's a hundred feet, hundred and some change. Yeah, I have about. I'm I'm looking at my backyard right now. I have about, I would say, thirty yards to the road, and I don't think I could hit the road. That's 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 ninety feet. Yeah, are we warming up first, or are we feeling cold? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't want to. I'm throwing out throwing out a shoulder at that point. I was gonna say I don't think I want to tear my rotator cuff. So a uh, <laughs> little bit of warm. Maybe I maybe I can reach the road. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to try it though. Um, on this day in 1963, Arthur Ashe became the first African American tennis player to be named in the U.S. Davis Cup team. I don't know what the U.S. Davis Cup is. Nope, maybe never heard of it. Good on man. this day in 1971, who won the Dixie 500 in Atlanta? It was a NASCAR race. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um... With a guy named Judd, I have no idea. Close, Richard Petty. Next guess. <laughs> On this day in 1973, struggling ABA club Virginia Squires trade star forward Julius Irving to the New York Nets. Maybe the ABA would have survived had Virginia Squires <laughs> kept on doing. On this day, and... hindsight's twenty twenty though. So we don't yeah, hind- hindsight's always twenty twenty. But it seems like that would have been common sense at that <laughs> time. Um, on this day in nineteen seventy eight, the Cincinnati Reds legend Pete Rose um, extended his hitting streak to forty four games, which is a National League record. I don't know if that was the last one. If it was broken the next game or what. It seems like 44 is the National League record still. It's a lot of games. Yeah, I I don't think we'll ever see that again. Pitchers are just too no. good, throw too hard. I was talking to my dad, and like I don't know if Tony Gwynn, his style of play would have lasted in today's Major League Baseball. No. It's, it's crazy to even think about. Kind of goes back to what we were saying before. It's just crazy how much has changed just in our lifetime. Yeah. 
Yeah, guys are throwing harder than they ever have. And obviously, as you said, um, analytics and all that sort of stuff has completely changed it. On this day in, oh, there's a Mike Tyson one. That's never good. Uh, <laughs> this, this one is, though. He he actually did something good. Uh, he outpoints Tony Tucker in 12 rounds in a heavyweight boxing unification matchup in Las Vegas. He's the first to own all three major belts, WBA, WBC, and IBF simultaneously. Um I would assume WBA is World Boxing Association. Uh, WBC would be uh, World, World Boxing, Boxing Championship. <laughs> Champion? <laughs> I don't know. Um, IBF is uh, National Boxing Federation. International. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> How long can you could last in the ring with Mike Tyson before he just knocks you out? Um. Not saying it's a fight, just how long before he just he yeah, he would I'd honestly probably pass out if I looked at him. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. I I walk into the ring and his face tattoo would just make me spontaneously combust. Yeah. Um I, I one one punch. Three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he, there like not like time. Like oh. <laughs> you, you don't you don't have to try and throw a punch, like you just have to just survive just have to somehow yeah probably yeah three seconds would probably be a good over under um, i think I'd, I'd be able to give maybe a little like a sh- and then before i know i'd, I'd be waking up on the <laughs> i'd be unrecognizable <laughs> um on this day in 1994 baltimore shortstop baltimore orioles shortstop cal ripken jr became only the second player after lou gehrig to appear in 2000 consecutive games Incredible. Well, that, that's that's one record in sports yeah. that will never be broken. Nope. I don't. Guys don't even play all one sixty two anymore. No. Um, on this day in two thousand two, um, Ray Lewis signed a five year contract extension um, with the Baltimore Ravens. Gave him a nineteen million dollar signing bonus. It was the largest in NFL history. Um, questionable character, mm. but we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, very questionable character. A lot of, a lot of rugby. It's weird. Um, that's gonna do it, I think, for on this day. There's not, not a whole lot else. Uh, on this day is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Uh, Tanner did not give me a read for Mooney Woodcrafts, nor do I have anything to show from Mooney Woodcrafts, but he's very talented. Um, talented person with his uh, with his uh, with his uh, woodcraft, uh, like seriously, North Carolina. Yes, he's 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 fantastic. Like I, I, I need to just order something because uh, yeah. he, he does really cool work. We have a Tanning J Man show on. I think you guys have a Boiler Breakdown one. Yep, yeah, he gave us one. Um, it's pretty awesome. It's so, a, yeah, it's incredible. It's it's really good. So uh, go check out Mooney Woodcraft. Yes, I'm sure he's on Instagram, probably on Facebook as well. Uh, go check out uh, Mooney Woodcraft. Speaking of the NFL, because I guess Ray Lewis was the last on this day uh, one, but uh, have you followed the Bears training camp at all? A little bit here and there. I mean, it's it means the Bears. It's, <laughs> it's I'm trying to get excited, but it's really hard. I mean, the nice thing is it's it's in you know kind of a new regime, so it's mm-hmm. not expecting a whole lot. Uh, and really, honestly, what saved my fandom last year was the fact that they drafted Justin Fields, although I did not want him to play much at all because I wanted him just come and wrap and just let him learn. I didn't think Rams was very good anyways. Um, but that's not what they did. They went out and played him, and he got his butt kicked a lot. Um, but, hey, this is what it is. You know, like they made the same mistake before last time I picked that at that quarterback, but – um. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting much. They, I feel like they didn't do a whole lot to help out Fields. Uh, their offensive mm-hmm. line is suspect. I like Darnell Mooney, but he's not a number one wide receiver. Uh, at least not right now. He maybe could turn into something. I don't know. Um, defense should be decent. I mean, Eberflus defensive minded coach. I, I like that. Although in today's NFL, it's offense, offense, and more offense. Um, so we'll see how. We can, Obviously, staffed, and it's all about the staff that he brings in. But yeah, I'm 
not expecting a whole lot. I mean, especially same division as Aaron Rodgers. He's going <laughs> to embarrass us on primetime TV twice a year, probably again. And it's just embarrassing. I, what game was it where Fields – was it against the Browns where he got sacked 10 times? I I can't remember. It was, yeah, it, sounded... <laughs> it was just running for his life. Um, yeah, which, and I thought maybe with Fields because the whole thing with Maggie at the time was you know Mitch wasn't his QB, so it was like mm-hmm. he didn't have the style. So it's like when we had Fields, like, okay, it's his QB, and it still felt like we ran the same type of offense like we ran with yep. Mitch. Didn't really play to Fields' strengths, which I, I love. Just love the. Pick. I was ecstatic for the pick. He's who I wanted. If we could get, I didn't think we were going to get a quarterback at the time, but when they got him, I was ecstatic. But I knew we weren't going to do a whole lot with him. He needs a lot of help, and we have yet to really give it to him. Sounds like Kevin James is a little immature. I thought he was going to be a really good pick, but we'll see if he can even crack the starting lineup, which doesn't sound all that promising right now. I I literally, it was today, I just read a story about him like not clicking at all with the new offensive line yeah. coach to the point where he, he like walked off and um, yeah, he was, I kept hearing people talk about Tevin Jenkins last year, how they thought he was going to be really good, but it felt like he barely even played last year. And now he's already on the outs with this new coaching staff. It's not looking good yeah. for him. Yeah. So we'll see. So I'm not, not expecting a whole lot to so say We'll see. I mean, we have a ton of primetime games just because they're just the history of the Bears and mm-hmm. benefit of playing the Packers twice a year. And but we'll we'll see. Jerry's still I did out. see a lot of Bears fans were pumped because Iberflus yelled at the team, uh, which oh which <laughs> which tells me what exactly did uh, Matt Nagy do? <laughs> did did he? Uh, did he coach at all? Uh, the the fact that they were like like even the Chicago media is like, man, this this looks a lot different. He yelled at the player. Like that seems like a normal thing that uh, clearly especially wasn't in happening. Football, yeah. yeah, especially in football. Oh, it's just sad. And your expectations <laughs> are that low. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm right there. What's with uh, I mean, obviously you follow the Chicago media a lot, just given the Cubs. But what are you seeing on the? Uh, the stadium front in terms of. So I I know the mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot, who is (laughs) uh, living this close to Chicago. uh, They hate her. Every every single person (laughs) I've seen just hates her. Um, But her last ditch effort to keep the bears in like downtown was to uh, put a uh, dome on top of uh Soldier Field, they even had like artist renderings and yeah, it it, it looked odd. Um, for one, but the uh, is, field as it is already looks really dumb. I mean, the yeah. old part is really cool, but mm-hmm. it looks like a spaceship landed on the old part, yeah, kind of so does. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Just the, uh, the thought of adding a dome to that, oh man, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I mean, um, did, did you see the uh drawings at all? I did. Yeah, I saw yeah. through on my Twitter feed. <laughs> um, I've I've never been to Soldier Field. I've always wanted to go. I might be going this year because the Dolphins play there. Yeah. Um. I've so I, I I love the fact it's it's cool that it's downtown Chicago. I mean, you're, you're only mm-hmm. you don't see that. I mean, living here in, in Indy, where I do, I mean, Lucas Oil is right downtown. That's really cool, just because of. Mm-hmm. I mean, Indy's special in the fact that it's one of the best host cities in the country. With yes. whether it be football, basketball, whatever, we got it right town. Um, well, Chicago, I mean, being so spread out, you know, United Center's not a great place to host. I mean, it's a good place to host, but in terms of the environment around it, not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's cool, you know, I've, I've done, you know, my park, you know, a bit, done the walk up to it. It's cool just to kind of be, you know, you, you feel like you're in Chicago versus some of these, you know, stadiums around the outskirts or in the suburbs or in the middle of nowhere, just in a big plot of land that they can build around it, which is mm-hmm. definitely the move that a lot of these places are going, which is what it sounds like. Bears do, which I don't blame them. I mean, the whole idea is obviously they want to make as much money as possible, and it probably will be a, a dome stage so they can potentially host the Super Bowl and or just mm-hmm. host other events. I mean, you might be able to get maybe a Big Ten football championship there if they do have a dome, never made, but we'll see. I, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I thought when I first heard that they were thinking about moving out of the city, I was like, oh, that, you know, the history, but it's like at this point, it's like, who cares? It's yeah, who cares? Uh- and and as you said, a lot of the newer stadiums are being built outside of like actual 
downtown areas. Um, Like the Dolphins. I mean, the stadium has been there since 1987, I think. Um, And they're like 20 minutes from downtown Miami. Um, yeah. where the Rams and Chargers play now, they're in Inglewood. Like that's yeah, that's a good 40 minutes from uh from downtown LA. Um yeah. so it, it it makes sense because it's it Arlington Heights where they're proposing to move out uh, by the or out where the um like horse track, track. is or wherever. Yeah. Um it would be far more accessible. I mean, literally right next door to O'Hare, uh, for one. Um lot of room where you can yeah. have like great parking. Um, and it's really built, starting to be built up out there in like Schaumburg area. So uh, it makes sense. Wrigley style. I mean, if you have that much land, I mean, that's probably what they want to do is just build up the yeah. area to you know, have it be just a hub for when people mm-hmm. come out and they don't want to leave versus right. when games done, people dip out. I did, I saw TikTok. I think that TikTok is truth, but I saw <laughs> one guy talking about, he was from Chicago area about how, and I don't know if you've seen this, that if the bears were to move, the city of Chicago can do similar to what Cleveland did when the Browns left, which is you can talk to the NFL about just the fact that there's so much history within the bears that they can actually move a team into Chicago to kind of replace just because of, because been, I heard there's a rumor linked to, the Jaguars just because their owner has ties to Illinois. I know he's to the yeah. to Illinois. So there was like that. It's like, so you could have the Chicago bears and then you have the Arlington Heights. Huh. Whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that's just something I uh, saw. I, I was like, that's interesting. I was too yeah, lazy to look it up if that was even true. Um, but I think that's what the Rams, I mean, or that's what the Browns did when they moved to somewhere. Uh, was they hmm. fought to keep a team there just because of the historical significance of what they had done with the nfl right. and obviously the bears have as much history with the nfl as anybody um not winning but just history with the nfl but so what if even a thing if it even happens but yeah i mean they're the third largest market in the u.s um the other the two biggest have two nfl teams why can't chicago mm-hmm. have two yeah as you said one and yeah, two baseball teams and, yeah. yeah two two baseball teams um I mean, it would make sense. I I didn't even like think of that part of it, uh, but yeah, I probably work. Probably work. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if the NFL is talking about expansion. At all. It seems like thirty two teams is enough. Um, yeah, they have I enough, think thirty teams is. Yeah, they have, they have enough playoff spots now. Um, they they have. I mean, they moved to Vegas. That'd be about the last spot you could think of to move to. Maybe Nashville, but. Uh, I know baseball is wanting to expand. Um, Nashville is probably going to get a team and probably Vegas. I, I would assume Oakland yeah. moves to Vegas. They should move to Vegas anyway Yeah, um, for baseball. But, um, yeah, elsewhere around the NFL, not a whole lot's happening. Um, <laughs> I saw a, Debo uh, got paid. Debo got paid. Yeah, he got paid. Uh, so that uh, non, long national nightmare for the uh, Niners is over. Now they have to figure out where to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Deshaun Watson suspended six games, uh, which is it it should have been six years to be honest. Yeah, Um, six six games is just crazy. I mean, Calvin Ridley suspended uh, an entire year for betting. Um, Tom Brady suspended four games for uh, deflating footballs, and Deshaun Watson, with all of this evidence against him, six games. It's pathetic, absolutely. And Josh Gordon had his entire career pretty much suspended for some weed. You know, it's just, yeah. just it's frustrating. Um, but we have one segment left here, a word association where I give you a person, player, whatever. And oh, first thing that comes to your mind. So I got, uh, since camps have started, I got some NFC quarterbacks for you here. Uh, starting with uh, Carson Wentz. I think what could have been, I mean, like he came, he was so hyped out of college and I mean, I liked him coming out of college in mm-hmm. Philly and obviously he was, he led Philly all the way until he got hurt for that Super Bowl run and just happened the same. Yeah. Yeah. He blew out his knee. Um, yeah. Of course, Nick Foles wins it uh, for the Eagles, which was shocking, but uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was going to be the MVP. Uh, number two here, Jalen Hurts. Stud. He's a stud. I loved him. I liked him at Alabama, and I liked him when he went to Oklahoma. I think he's just a competitor. He's a winner. Um, I hope he does well out there. Dak Prescott. 
Nickel back because he plays for the Cowboys, so I just naturally have a disdain for anybody <laughs> where's the star. I I don't know. I, I don't think about that. I feel like he's averages is probably selling him short, but I just feel like if he played but he played for Washington, yeah. I don't think he is near the hype around him. No. No, I, I don't either. And he got I did he get paid? I don't remember if he got paid. I know he was wanting to get paid. Um I, I thought he did. I I do too, but again, as you said, if he played for, I'm trying to th- even like a, mm, like a Carolina or something, he wouldn't. Yeah. No, no one would even talk about him. Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, no one would even talk about him. Uh, Daniel Jones. Still better play time. I say the whole NFC East. I mean, I just, yeah. you guys cover it's, extensively it's the NFC yeah. East. Let's let's put them. Let's put the Giants on Sunday Night Football four times a year. Uh, that'll get us the ratings. I saw some video of Daniel Jones today, actually in training camp. Uh, he fumbled like three snaps. Uh, it's just like, man, you're in like the your fourth year in the NFL, and you're still right. doing this stuff. Uh, he was he was a bad pick. Uh, Justin Fields. God, I hope it works out for him. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I hated the Trubisky pick at first. I ended up liking him, and I kind of felt bad when they got rid of him. I understood why. Um, man, I'm, I'm going to really be sad if they run out of town. And if they do, it's just because they – it'll be just because they don't do anything to help him. Yeah, so, which uh, they're off it. to a pretty terrible start helping him uh, this year. Yeah. So far. Yeah, he's a competitor. Like, watching him in the college football playoff his mm-hmm. senior year was awesome. I kind of went over, okay, the Bears have a chance to get him. I'd love him. I didn't think they had a shot. Um, so I thought at that point he could have potentially fought for the number one pick, but yeah. obviously it was Trevor's to lose. But I was excited they fell to uh, Speaking of Trubisky, I, I saw that uh, Mason Rudolph is pushing him pretty hard so far to the point where it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of neck and neck. Yeah. Poor Mitch. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, poor Mitch. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. The bane of my existence. Yeah. Hate him. For, for about a decade but, and a half now, too. It's been yeah. a minute. <laughs> I, 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 I feel not to the ex- full extent because it doesn't win like the championship as much, but I kind of get where you're coming from being a Dolphins fan in the AFC mm-hmm. with playing against Tom Brady twice a year. So, yeah, but not, not fully. But, very similar. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, yeah. And he, I mean, the, he did a new thing. I was like, normally if that had been like a Purdue game, I probably would have jumped up and wanted to fight the guy. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, you no lies detected. So <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you like that? Uh, Jared Goff. Oh man, get him! Uh, I mean, <laughs> he no that he, he, as soon as he leaves LA, they win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he had an MVP type year when they lost yeah. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, and he, he just he never recovered from that for yeah. whatever reason. Um, Tom Brady, the goat. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, they, he, he retired for 30 minutes and came back. Um, yeah. he's, he's almost getting about as bad as LeBron is lacking attention. Yeah. Um, LeBron switching numbers about every year. I did see this is off topic, but, uh, Cleveland's going to make another hard run at LeBron here uh, when he's a free oh agent. Oh my here. gosh. <laughs> they're, 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 li- they've literally been clearing the cap space for him again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sick of him. In Cleveland as a whole. Uh, so he'll probably Cleveland, he'll go to Cleveland and then he'll try and then they'll draft Bronny just because yeah. of, he'll yeah. be in his last year or something. But yeah, <laughs> you know, he's like a, probably a fringe top 100 player in high school. Here's a failed uh, Cleveland quarterback, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I love the swagger. It's all anyways. He's got swagger. That's about it. But he's got, yeah. he's got some game to him. But his, his great college quarterback, his, phenomenal college yeah. quarterback. Great quarterback. Uh, his teammates supposedly hate him, hated him in yeah. Cleveland. Um, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Got to eat that W. 
<laughs> they, they they can make a documentary on Jameis. He's he's yeah. hilarious. He's yeah. he's funny. He should be mic'd up all the time. Should. Um, let's see. Uh, have have you seen the video where he when he was suspended down in Florida State? He he tried to like put, put his uniform on and go out and warm up and just like, warm up. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, Marcus Mariota. He's in Atlanta now. He's he's the forgettable one. Oh God, talk about forgettable. Yeah, a lot of hype coming out of college. I remember what at a Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. 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 Uh, Matthew Stafford Failed in Tennessee. Stafford was a guy I absolutely hated just because he of the team he played for. But then when he, as soon as he switched to LA, I was like, I kind of like Spectre. Yeah. Uh, I was I was kind of I was really happy to see him win uh, Super Bowl. I mean playing for Detroit for all that time. And also it was kind of funny. He's like, I mean, Detroit fans absolutely adored him. And then to see your golden boy leave you and (laughs) (laughs) win it all immediately. Yeah. You, you don't see quarterbacks change teams uh, of his caliber. And now we've seen Russell Wilson do it. And obviously Tom Mm -hmm. Brady's done it. So Brady was kind of the first Mm -hmm. to do it. Um, Speaking of just got paid Kyler Murray. Oh man, I gotta give him homework. Apparently, well, they took it, they took it out of his contract, but yeah, I, I, yeah, he's excited. He's exciting to watch. I, I mean, selfishly being a fan, and the fact that, uh, oh, God, he's the receiver's out for a, a couple games. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, receiver. Hopkins is out. I'm like, man, I hope, yeah, Rondale Moore can get can get yeah. some number one yeah. reps, and Kyler to Rondale short doing NFL history probably. <laughs> yeah. Um Trey Lance. I mean, they love him out there and he hasn't really done much yet, but I mean it's definitely like it's, it's his it's his thing. So yeah. feel bad for Chicago boy Jimmy G. <laughs> Drew Locke slash Geno Smith. They still don't know who the starter is gonna be. That's a bad situation though, I'll tell you that. That's much. a bad situation. Yeah, it's <laughs> I just think when I think Drew Locke now, I just think it's just all means. Uh, I saw that actually. I think about Drew Locke. I think about what when he was at Mizzou. It was a bowl game, and he was getting a little cocky. I can't remember who, who they played, and he was getting cocky, and he was doing some motion with his with his arms, like almost like on a suit, and he just absolutely destroyed and the team, taunted him the whole way back, and cracked me up. Um, Put him yeah. about eight hundred yards at Purdue. Is when I was going to say I was at that game. game. I was. I was not. I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. there, but I, I remember you weren't there. But uh, that was a good college football game. He, he did tear up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Word Association segment brought to you by Pro Forma Pro Forma Print to Promo Group. Uh, again, don't have the read, uh, but uh, I, I know they do a bunch of print a bunch of stuff. Obviously, as you can imagine, so go uh, check them out. Here before we go, I got a trivia question for you. Um, there are two NBA players in history that have recorded a 30 point game at age 40 or older. Who are they? 40 or older, or what was the age? Uh, 40 or older, 30 point game at 40 or older. I've got one because of what happened. Is Bill Russell one of them? He is not one of them. He uh, he, he wasn't much of a. I don't, I don't know how I don't know how long he played. A lot of those old yeah. guys, I they seem. I, I'll see pictures of them, like they look like they're fifty, but they're probably yeah. like twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was not <sighs> one of them. Um, I'll give one more guess. Two, uh, bo- both of them played in our lifetime. Oh, okay. Well, my guesses were not even close. I've seen some old guys. Did MJ have a thirty point game at? He did. That was my first guess. I was, and I was like, I don't know if he played. I was like, did he yeah. retire in his late 30s? Uh, let's see. Let's make it one more. Ooh, 40. This guy won a championship in the 2010s. Ooh, I've got two guys in mind. I... Did Tim Duncan do it? Close though. Dang. I mean, that was a good guess. Dirk. Here's my other guess. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah, I can remember how long 
I know Timmy played for a while, but I didn't know what age. And I was like, well, Dirk definitely seems yeah. like he played, but maybe he didn't. Ah, dang, no, I, don't, I don't think Timmy got to 40. He got pretty close to 40. Uh, yeah, so all these guys kind of okay. – uh, like, I, I know they got close, but they really cracked the 40 number. But that was, that was a good one. I look at my first guesses were like Kareem. I don't know how long he played. Yeah. And how long uh, – uh, what was my other – I don't know how long Doc J played. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm su- I'm surprised though. The they made Doctor Doctor J look really old on Winning Time, so I was like, oh, yes. maybe it was him. But Win- Winning Time was fantastic, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was so obviously good. very dramatized. But it yeah, was yeah. They, I they I saw that they're casting for season two, and and, and then you like Kurt Rambis, James Worthy, um, hmm. Byron Scott. I think was the other oh, one wow. that they that they're casting for. So it's obviously going to continue on with this uh, sort of roster, but uh, that I is going cool to the point. The, sorry, I was, I was say the point guard was actually was playing his dad, which I thought was pretty cool. Really? Yeah, his, yeah. I think it was the point guard to kind of who magic was fighting with. Uh, I think uh, he, that was actor, his, his dad was, he was playing cool. his dad. That's cool. I, I think, didn't I think, know I think that. I think that's really cool. I didn't know that. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, Wendy. Thanks for joining me tonight, I should say, Wendy. Um, and we will be back at it next episode. Tanner will be back. Uh, but have a fantastic week, everybody.